now coming to you live from atop the Lavender Town Radio Tower, it's the one, the only, Puckle Podcast. Hello and welcome to the Puckle Podcast, episode number like 510. Yeah, that sounds right. Sure. We really need to chill. Uh, as you can tell, our fearless leader, Thatch, uh, is not in commission. He is We have taken over the podcast. Yeah, this is pirate radio. <laughs> With Linian and other normal people. Yeah. Yeah, in fact, let's go over who we all are. <laughs> I am your uh, temporary host, your ghost host, uh, Linian, and I am joined- uh, The ghostest with the hostess. Mostest. <laughs> yep. Yep. That's how that works. <laughs> we are all very well rested. Mm-hmm. I actually feel great. So <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. I am joined, if you couldn't tell, by our two fantabulous co-hosts. We've got Claude Nine. Hello, everyone. And on his second appearance, regretting everything, we have uh, the good old-fashioned Mark. Oh, hi, Puckle. And yes, I am regretting everything. It's it's a common good. reaction. Good. Yeah. Glad to have you back. We I didn't scare you off the first time, and that's the important part. So you're here to try again. But you know what, Claude? I'm disappointed that I'm here for a second time with you again. I mean... Wow. Was I not good enough for you the first time? Well, I wanted to have a little bit more diversity, you know, with people who I was on a podcast with, but, you know, it's You have Linian this time. That's true. It's not my fault someone dropped out last minute and I had to fill in. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. We had this set up and we're like, yeah, we're going to have... We're gonna have this, we're gonna have everything ready, and then Thatch is like, hey guys, um, so my friend's getting married, and for some reason, our suggestion to push him off a cliff didn't exactly track, uh, so he, he didn't end up doing that. Yeah, so we're stuck with Linnean and Claude instead. Yeah. So, uh, how's, how's, uh, your stuff been? You guys, I don't know when the last time you guys were on, I don't look at the sheet that often. When? A couple weeks ago? It was like a month-ish, yeah. maybe? So yeah. what's what's been happening with you guys? Well, you know, uh, not much. However, uh, as of recording tomorrow, we are going to be starting a new sumo tournament. I was uh, just about to ask, and I'm so pumped. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be a really good one. Um, so Terunofuji is going to be Yokozuna for the first time uh, in a tournament. What? What? And also. I found out this morning when I was looking at the news that Hakuho, the goat, he, so apparently he was going to retire, right? That was the rumor. He was going to retire after the Tokyo Olympics. And turns out he's not retiring. He's still active. Yeah. However, his entire stable is infected with COVID. So he's not going to be competing this tournament. So that leaves it wide open for our new Yokozuna, Terunofuji, to potentially sweep everything. I, I see probably will. Yeah, I'm sure he will, or at least come close. So it's it's going to be a good time. This is also uh, Mark's one year that I've been sharing uh, sumo with all of you and Puckle. So this Ooh. is pretty cool. <gasps> yeah. If you guys are uh, at home going, this doesn't make any sense. It's fine. It doesn't good. make sense to me either. And I've been watching this stuff for about a year, apparently. Yeah. 
<laughs> yeah, Mark streams some sumo in chat, and we watch it. Yes. What yeah. have I been doing? Uh, I, I've been playing through some, you know, fan games, setting up all the various tournaments and whatnot that go around Puggle. That's been my life. What what uh, ROM hacks have you been uh, have you been playing? Oh, uh, I do not want to spoil that because those are future episodes of the podcast for us to talk about when Thatch isn't here. It's it's true. There is a bit of a uh, <laughs> ROM hack book club uh, with uh, Claude, Shamu, and I, where we just pick one and uh, go through. I've been playing even more than those because I I don't care because Claude always does like challenge runs. And Shamu always does, uh, like, nearly 100% them. I'm like, ah, I'll breeze through this and do literally anything else. <laughs> so, <laughs> I've played a lot of them. I, like, I went through a phase where I went through, like, all the ones that I could find back in, like, 2019 or 20, early 2020. And then it's like, alright, I'm done. I just want to play through it, make it more challenging. And then it's like, alright, cool, I've played through most of them, and I'm like, great, I can talk. And now it's like, all right, well, you know, if something shows up that interests me and it's not too gimmicky, I'll be like, okay, maybe. I've been doing uh, Pokemon Zeta recently, or Omicron. I don't remember which one I modified my file to be. And uh, that's almost good. Oh, no. (laughs) Almost. (laughs) There's a lot of potential there that wasn't entirely squandered. (laughs) I miss the good days of, like, light platinum. Those, that was a, such a classic good ROM hack with a cringy story, like all of them. They are all very cringe. Uh, <laughs> and the more serious they're trying to take it, invariably the worse it gets. Yep. I didn't realize there were so many of them. Oh, there are... <laughs> you have, there are they go in two different, you know, lines in my mind. You have the ones that are just like, oh, uh, we're going to make a harder version of the game you already know. Mm-hmm. A lot of, like, the Drayano hacks are, uh, I think of, like, oh, uh, Fire Red Omega, where it's the Fire Red, like, map story, all that's the same. But the Pokemon you encounter, trainers, gym leaders, all that kind of stuff is a lot more difficult, a lot harder, and is, you know, it's similar but different. Whereas the, a lot of them are just like, oh, this is a brand new game we made. Good luck. Oh, so it's, like, completely new region and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, a lot of times there'll be, like... A lot of fake mons or uh, regional variants have become popular recently. And sometimes that works out and it's cool and it's fun and it's good. And then other times... It doesn't. There's someone who's like, we put a Jotaro hat on a Gumi and that's the entire joke. (laughs) And That's really bad. Yeah, it is. It's very bad. So this is where I've seen the evolution for Dunsparce. Uh, there are several evolutions of Dunsparce. Which one oh. do you want to talk about? <laughs> and, and, like, there's some that are good. Like, uh, Uranium has Dunserif, and that's, like, really fun. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then there's some, like, really bad ones where there's, like, Mega Sparse, where it just has, like, a cybernetic eye and is black now. Yep. <laughs> that's really dumb. I love it. I'm going to have to look that up. So, Yeah. All sorts of uh, all sorts of fun. Uh, for me, it's just really been been doing that and uh, trying to finish up university coursework. I'm so glad that laptops in college are just a thing now because I've got multiple classes I I have to take because it's like a requirement. But man, do I know everything that they're going over? So I've just been sitting there playing playing ROM hacks on my laptop. Are they in person or are you? doing them remotely. Yes. Uh, well, they're in person with the heavy caveat that if anything goes wrong, we're back to remote. 
like that. Oh, okay. So, um, and it's, it's all masks on campus. It's all like relatively distanced. It's, it's what you'd hope for. Well, that's good. Yeah. So that's kind of been what's happening with us. We've been having a whole lot of puckle tournaments lately. I do have to ask Claude. I think I'm contractually obligated to ask uh, how the uh, tournament has been going before we get into the puckle news. But so puckle 500 just started this past week. It's it's a lot of fun. Um, we have a couple of changes we might be making between week one and week two, depending on how things go. We've noticed a couple little issues, but like you know that, that fell through the cracks originally. So we might have some changes. We may not. We'll see. But it's it's going really well, really really well. Um, I'm glad people are taking to this new meta that I kind of came up with. <laughs> um, that and then I'll announce the new tournament that we're going to start in like a week or two because you know one tournament's never enough, and you want to cater to everybody. So yeah, Mark's going to play in the second one. <laughs> yeah, Mark, you're coming out of retirement. Yes, I imagine uh, Claude did approach you while you were uh, uh, chopping lumber in the middle of the forest. Oh, of course. Yeah, because that's what I do in my spare time. And you all heard it here. Mark said he's going to compete. <laughs> that was a shot in the dark. I was fishing and it worked and I caught a fish. I caught a mark. The worst kind of fish. No, according to the documentary, that is a black fish. And, uh... Oh. <clears throat> you now, according to bad. the tier list, it's a different one. Have you guys seen those tier lists of, like, the guy on YouTube who, like, t- talks about, like, actual animals? Yes. And, like, Tier Zoo. Tier Zoo, yeah. Tier Zoo yeah, is the that. goat. <laughs> I was watching Tirzu when he had, like, 20,000 subs. I'm like, wow, this guy is putting way too much effort into this. I love it. And then <laughs> that was just constant quality. And I'm very glad he's doing well. And I'm very angry he stopped uploading. What was the bottom fish? Uh, uh, there are a lot of it, bottom tier fish, let's be honest. Yes, but, like, some are bad and worse than others. I think it's the seahorse, actually. You know, Agreed. On nothing but aesthetics, it is the seahorse. Oh, and combat skills. But yeah, yeah. Kingdra, Kingdra is not a good representation of the no. uh, the, no. the combat prowess of the the seahorse. I mean, you have to start from the bottom, so it's kind of like, oh, well, here's Horsey, who's even worse. I think there have been some news elements that have come out, and we're gonna. We're gonna kick it over to some music, and then we're gonna we're gonna talk to you about those uh, those fun news developments. Coming to you live from the Lavender Town Radio Tower. This just in. Hello, and welcome to the news, where we talk about all the comings and goings, including that super awkward voice crack of mine. <laughs> yeah, voice crack! We've we've got a whole bunch of uh, stuff that is in the news today, because it's like it's an anniversary year or something, and they just keep putting things out. But uh, first, we can... Well, it's better than the drought we've had for the past, like, three to four weeks. Yeah. Yeah, this is fine. We have to talk about something they've been trying to release for about a year and a half now. <laughs> Remember when it was 2019 and they told us that the movie Secrets of the Jungle would would uh, come out? Remember how that didn't happen at all? <laughs> I feel like there was something that happened in 2020 that prevented it, but I can't yeah. put my finger on it. I, I wonder if it was something that, that changed huh. this, but I, 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 couldn't, I couldn't guess. 
Someone didn't use jungle healing. <laughs> yeah, that's the the distribution will be a uh, Zubat with the move jungle healing to uh <laughs> Uh yeah, the movie Secrets of the Jungle will release to the West on October 8th, a solid 20 months after it was announced, I believe. Wow. Is it I can't believe it's really been that long. Yes, it has been. It's been nearly 2 years. They were announced Zarud like two to three weeks after the game came out. I still like Zarud. I think it's a cool idea. I, I don't hate it. It's, I just wish it wasn't a mythical. That's my yeah. takeaway. Uh, speaking of Zarud, Dada Zarud, <laughs> the most unfortunately named Pokemon <laughs> in recent memory. Ah, uh, yes, the form change that does nothing. Yeah, it has a cape. Well, it's not only nothing, it's just, it's just not a great name. Yeah. Uh, Shiny Celebi will also be uh, released... They are coming out on the newsletter. If you sign up by the 25th, uh, the codes will be released on the 7th, the day before the movie. And there will also be a, quote, special Pokemon Go tie-in, as opposed to all of those normal Pokemon Go tie-ins. Oh. So, I'm assuming we're going to have, like, Zerudin raids or something? Probably Dada Zerudin raids, so they can, like, save the normal Zerud when they're crying and out of content in a year. That'd be weird to put out the special Zarude first. Yeah, but, but they're the same thing. There's no difference. Yeah. There's gonna be a difference in Go. Yeah, but, like, I'm thinking the main game. Like, I, Zarude, Dada, and they have, they're the same. Yeah, they're the same. Do you know what else is the same? Pikachu. Pikachu with the hat. Pikachu with the different hat. Oh, Pikachu with the sun hat. Wait, I think it has a scarf. With the one yeah, it does. Yeah. Oh, that's the difference. It's like the Keldeo forms. Or, uh, yeah. Keldeo, no, right? Keldeo forms are tell your opponent what set you're running. What? Versus Keldeo versus Keldeo Resolute? Yeah. Because it tells you if a uh, certain moves on the Pokemon. Which? Whoa, why not there's a move difference? Yeah, if you have Secret Sword, any Keldeo becomes Keldeo uh, Resolute. And if you don't, any Keldeo Resolute will revert. That's all it is. Did not know that. Huh. Don't all of them run Secret Sword anyways, so it's not even an issue. Yeah, so they're all just resolute. <laughs> but if, like, you're running something weird and you don't, you're going to show it off. Anyway, that's that one bullet point <laughs> of our large news document. Mark. So next, yeah, we have the first batch of Pokemon Master Journeys being released in the Netflix in the U.S. I'm so, so I was not aware of this until just now. I've thought for some reason that they were supposed to have released it like months ago but it hadn't they were <laughs> yeah you're not so, wrong yeah okay I'm, my memory is not completely shot then uh so but hey it's finally released i have a new show to watch before i go to bed i am pumped yeah i too am pumped to go to bed <laughs> you know i have not been upset with with uh the current series of pokemon so no it's been it's good it's been watchable yeah, it's had episodes I'm like, yeah, that was fun. It's better than it's been, in my opinion. Yes. I am one of the few people who actually liked the Gen 7 anime. I didn't love it, but it was like, ah, this was a, a fun change. But I, I'm not upset at this. It's not Gen 5. I don't know. I liked the first, was it like a couple seasons or season of Gen 7? Um, I thought it was really, uh, I thought it was a really nice sort of departure, like you were saying. It was that whole, like, slice yes. of life thing. But, uh, you know. I mean, as much as I, I liked Seven, like, it, it, it got to a point where I stopped caring about Seven nearly as much. And. Yeah. 
I, what they're doing with Ma- like Master Journey is a fun, unique take on it, where they get to go all the different areas, have mm-hmm. fun. Like you get to see Ash grow through the ranks, catch new Pokemon, have some new friends that are actually right. good this time, and right. not just like, oh, you're still the first form starter that I haven't evolved. Looking at you, Rowlet. <laughs> Look at you, anyone else, Totodile. It's like, oh, I'm going to be the champion with my babies. And we wonder why he Come loses. On. I don't know. The guy on Mount Silver's got a Pikachu, so. Pikachu is different. Yeah. Pikachu is obviously different because it can hold a light ball and do lots of damage. There's no light ball for Rowlet. <laughs> uh, yet, Legends Arceus comes next. Oh, yeah. There we go. Oh, gosh. I'm a fr- I, I'm upset you're going to be right about this. And that's going to be sad. <laughs> Uh, there is one terrible thing that has uh, happened with the uh, the new anime, and that is they've changed the opening. I'll never oh, forgive did? them. <gasps> no, they yes. did? Yes! Oh. I like Journey Starts Today. Yeah, they the Journey no longer that, starts they? today. Oh. oh. It started yesterday. Well, is it still, like, upbeat and fun? I mean, I'll find out later, but still. I don't know, actually. I just remember listening to it and going... <laughs> You're not my real dad. That was that was about my uh, reaction. Well, speaking of things that are supposed to be coming out, uh, we're supposed to get a special video revealing new information for the Pokemon TCG. It's going to come out on September 12th, which is yesterday if you're listening to this on Monday. Mm. So that might be interesting or it could be nothing. Or, oh, sorry, it could be interesting or a nothing burger. We don't really <laughs> know. Now, granted, in my mind, this is two things. This is either going to be an announcement for the, like... Pokemon TCG mobile app, where it's the same thing that's, you know, on, like, the... It's the same thing, but just on mobile. Like, the TCG kind of thing there. Or it's going to be, like, a Pokemon version of, like, Duel Links, where you have your own set of codes and cards to play the game in a new, different way. Which is what I'm hoping for. But uh, it's, I think it's one of those two possibilities. Something TCG on the mobile app, probably coming out, I believe. Yeah. Yeah. And this is what we call dramatic irony. So uh, you, as the uh, the faithful listener, know that the actual reveal uh, was the new mechanic, uh, Z-Max, <laughs> but we, in the past, <laughs> do not know this. Z-Max. And Wait, Z-Max? Is that like yeah, a yeah. of, like, Dynamax and Z-Moves? Okay. Exactly. No, it's Mega Z-Max. What are you talking about? Mega Z-Max. <laughs> uh, they give six prize cards, but start at 4,000 HP. Oh, no. Oh, wait, it can be Primal Mega Z-Max. Primal Mega Z-Max, yes. (laughs) There we go. But uh, as you, the listener, knows this is the case, uh, Claude's projections are, therefore, deeply flawed and deeply funny. That's fine. (laughs) Feel free to say how bad of a guess I had. Yeah, send us an email. (laughs) That'll be the topic for this week. Tell us how wrong Claude is. Yeah. That would have been a good topic, actually. That would have been a great topic. <laughs> That's not the topic we chose, and we're, it's too late to change. Just wait till we get to the roast of Claude. <laughs> that will be our uh, stretch goal for... Not stretch goal. That'll be our uh, goal for episode 600. Just, uh, it'll be Thatch making fun of all of the co-hosts. Just Thatch, though. Yeah, just Thatch. He'll be on a very tall chair. <laughs> we'll all be in the call just laughing at him. Yeah. And we'll record our laugh track, so every time he makes a joke, it's a... Ah! And it's the same laugh. You, you know that really bad Final Fantasy uh, 
scene where they're like laughing and it's horribly dubbed. It's just that. Oh, we're gonna play that video, but with our laughter over it at the time <laughs> for the YouTube. It'll be great. Anyways, we should, we should keep moving. <laughs> uh, yeah, good, good, to keep going. To uh, uh, the first episode of Pokemon Evolutions is premiered on YouTube and Pokemon TV. Uh, it was set in the Galar region and goes over apparently the inferiority complex of the guy who's never lost before. Oh, oh, good. Which it's <sighs> it's show it, it's showing the behind the scenes of what it's like to be a champion. Yeah, and then get shown up by a ten year old. Oh, so that's actually the plot is getting. Yeah, no, it's literally as you're. At, it, it's Leon sitting in the locker room, angsting about the fact that he couldn't beat Eternatus. Then his snot-nosed little brother, and then and the player character showed up and aced it, and then caught it. <laughs> Okay, I like that. And Charizard coming out and, like, giving him this silent reaffirmation of, no, you are the best. It's okay to lose sometimes. It's very weird. It's well animated, though. I wonder where they're going to go with this and if they're going to look at other champions, which I'm hoping for. It, it doesn't look like that because they're, they all, we do have, like, the titles and one's, like, the rival, the blah, blah, blah. blah. This one was called the champion. Yeah, so I'm. I, so if the rival makes me think of that was for Gen Four. Oh, Gen Four. Okay. Yeah, they, they've established they they are the champion oh. featuring the Galar region. The next one is the Eclipse, featuring the Alola. Then we have the Visionary fe- featuring the Kalos region. The Plan for Unova. The Rival for Sinnoh. The Wish for Hoenn. Jirachi. The Show for Johto, and the Discovery for Kanto. Oh, so one for each region. Cool. Yeah, that, yeah, yeah, that's that's what they're doing. Yeah, they're going backwards. That sounds like fun. Which is kind of nice. Yeah, so that the next one's coming out on September 23rd. I'm sure we'll all forget until it shows up in our YouTube sub box. I did yes. for this. Yep. Yep. And uh how about how about someone tells us about something else no one cares about? So, are you one of the three people that play Pokemon Cafe Mix? Well, guess what? They have released details about what will and won't transfer in Pokemon Cafe Remix. I don't know anything about this game, so this is all foreign to me. Basically, I think the gist of it is that Pokemon that you you have will transfer over, but their levels will be reset. I don't know. Do you guys know anything about this game? I, I don't. It's a cafe game. It's it's like a puzzle game, and you unlock Pokemon and level them up. Uh, there There is even more information. Those are like the most pertinent details. If you care, you already know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this is here for the sake of completeness and pretty much nothing else. Great. Uh, on to news people actually care about. Yes. Pokemon you and joke, Oreo. But. <laughs> As I, and I repeat, Pokemon and Oreo have teamed up for a limited edition Pokemon themed Oreo cookies with 16 <laughs> different Pokemon on the pictures of the cookies. Like how I think for Halloween, they have little pumpkins and stuff. No. These are going to be Pokemon. They're limited edition. Get them now. There's things like Dratini, Pikachu, Sableye, and the rarest of all, Mew is on a couple of the cookies. Those cookies will be worth bank. I'm telling you. <laughs> buy out all the cookies in your store. Please don't buy out Oreos. <laughs> I will. I, I got to collect and eat them all. I want to know if they taste different. Don't be like Claude. Please. I just, I hate that there's like, a variety and rarity structure 
because know. you know, you know, that means we're going to have to sit through like Logan Paul and a drive <laughs> doing Oreo eating streams. Unpackaging for Oreo boxes. I hate man. this. <laughs> I really Please love don't. the Oreo idea. I really think it's fun. I want some to have, but man, do I hate that it came out now? <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm assuming that you know I, I heard a rumor that some of them are rarer than others, and that you're not guaranteed all sixteen in a single like container. And I'm like, that's because uh. I want all sixteen, just so I can look at them, take a picture, and then eat them all. As as Mark and I were discussing, the the correct thing is to to put them in a resin cube. Yes, preserve them for eternity. I am tempted because I know in ten years I'll sell the whole like all like sixteen collected for like. You know, a couple hundred dollars. <laughs> and adjusting for inflation, that's like five whole dollars. So you, guys, yeah. you think for, as a collector item, would it be more valuable to keep the, the box as well? Like it can't not be, right? See, I don't know if they're not guaranteed all 16 in each. Well, I mean, just for, if you have the whole set, right? And you, you in theory, sell it on eBay in 20 years. Um, you, are you going to have to also have like the, the little package it came in? Oh, 100%. Yeah. Okay. You have the complete the complete piece there. Okay. This has been Cookie Economics with Puckle. <laughs> I smell a future trivia question. Make sure you know what Pokemon are on those Oreos. Yes, uh, we here at Puckle, the Pokemon Underground Cookie League, are uh, <laughs> very interested in this. Uh, speaking of things that uh, are interesting to some people with um, way too much time on their hands, Pokemon Go news. The October 9th Community Day will focus on Duskull, because they're finally leaning into the spooky month. Uh, there'll be triple catch Stardust and uh, three-hour incense and lure modules. Dusk Noir will learn Shadow Ball. Cool. Yay. And if special attack and attack are different stats in that game, and I legitimately don't know or care enough to check. They aren't. Oh, then that's a good move on Duskull. <laughs> Dusk Noir. Timed research will give out four Sinnoh stones. Those are always worth farming, and if you're trying to evolve a bunch of Dusk Noir, you're going to need them. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then there is paid research to guarantee yourself a shiny, and it's called Nothing Dull About This Skull. <laughs> Clever. Boo. Uh, anyways. We'd boo it, but then it's a ghost, so they think it's actually cheering it. <laughs> <laughs> Well, uh, in other news, we do have a new Puckle tournament coming up. <gasps> it's called Puckle Battle Factory or Puckle Factory. Yes, I said this right. Uh, signups are open until September 19th. Now, you may be asking, what is the Puckle Battle Factory? Well, it is a four-week kind of like Swiss round Robin, like VGC event, but with one kind of twist. You don't have to build your team. And you're thinking, What? VGC, I don't have to build teams? No, we're going to be providing three to four rental codes that you have to use each week. So in your match, you pick one of the rental codes, everyone will know and see all the rental codes, and you pick the one you think is best, and you battle someone else using those rental codes. Very similar to like a Battle Factory style kind of game that we had back in, uh, let's say, Battle Revolution style, or even like, what's it, Battle Factory from like Emerald. Where it's like, oh, here are the mons. Go have fun. You don't have to actually do anything. It's just pick a sign up, pick a rental team, join, and have fun. It's going to be a blast. We have a bunch of fun memes and themes. 
it, it's it's going to be cool. I'm really excited. I said Mark's going to play in it. Right, Mark? Yes, that's happening now. Yep. You heard it here first. And, and if you're thinking to yourself, wow, this seems like something I would really want to try to get into, really crunch the numbers and succeed. No. You can. You don't. Just have fun. Lighten up. <laughs> like, people ask me, like, oh, are we going to get all, like, the sets and, like, IVs and EVs of the mods? And I'm like, I mean, no. no but if you want to, like, you know, take the battle code and figure it out, you can. That ruins some of the fun. But, like, I mean, you totally have that ability if you want to. It's a lot of extra effort. Remember when things could be fun? I remember when things yeah. could be fun. You didn't have to do math to play Pokemon. Yeah. No, you still have to do math. But either way, like, th- this is going to be, this is meant to be fun. It's meant to be, you know, unoptimized to the highest degree. It's more yeah. doubles than it is VGC. It's just with the VGC rule set, so we have to use some fun mods. I expect, you know, I think a lot of the staff will come out and play just because it's simple. It's easy. It's silly. You don't have to do anything. It's just, oh, cool. Oh, it's my match. All right, here, grab this code. Let's battle. And if the editing schedule says anything, man, are the co-hosts down for something where they don't have to put any work in. Oh, exactly. I mean, the only one that has to put in work is me. Yeah. Like everything else. Yeah, it's fine. (laughs) And uh, with that, I say we we, uh, do something testing staff. We're going to try and see if these two guys can uh, do well in trivia after the, the little interlude. Hi, and welcome to the Pokey Quiz, the part of the show where we quiz our co-hosts on their insane Pokemon knowledge. I'm Mark, here to explain the rules. Our fabulous co-hosts will work as a team to answer five Pokemon-themed trivia questions that fans have submitted on the Discord server. Each question is worth one point, with Pokedex and multiple answer questions worth more, for a total of seven points. The host can use a free hint at any time. If they get all the answers correct and do not use the hint, they can cash it in for an eighth point. And welcome to the trivia section. Uh, you probably had some whiplash where Mark was just talking to you, and Mark is about to talk to you again. We really need to get that re-recorded. Uh, I do like that it, at a certain point, Thatch stopped saying, you know, thank you, Mark, because he's assuming that somebody else is going to record it at some point. And it never yeah, has it been. it stills me. It's fine. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so... As uh, Mark just described what is going to happen to Mark, uh, let's get into what's going to happen to Mark. Yeah. Um, we've, we've got uh, some questions here, and we're going to start with some general, general trivia. Uh, we've got this one from uh, a little-known listener. Uh, I don't think you've ever heard of him. Shark Finnegan. Who? And, uh, yeah, uh, I believe, I, I, I'm probably mispronouncing, I think it's Shark Finnegan. Oh, yes, <laughs> Shark Finnegan. Thank you. Okay. Yeah. Now I know who you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, sorry. I'm so sorry to our, our faithful listeners. Um, what is the first Pokemon game released on the Nintendo DS? Okay, first Pokemon game, so... We're not talking main series. Right. Um, oh, no. Gosh, it's gonna be something stupid. I, I knew this one instantly. <laughs> and so the first thing been... that comes to my mind mm-hmm. was Pearl. Was Diamond and Pearl. But that tells me but it's no. not that. Yeah, it's definitely not that. Nintendo DS? Yes, uh, Nintendo DS. Was it Pokemon Ranger? Or uh, Pokemon Ranger comes to mind? Like one of those? Yeah. Or, oh, oh, 
Um, was it the first Mystery Dungeon? Because yeah. that was still Gen 3. Yeah, I think... Hmm. You know, I'm, I'm okay with doing that if you do, if you want to go that route. All right. Let's, let, I would say it's... I mean, there's two options. I would say it's Pokemon Mystery right. Dungeon, either red or blue. Okay, so I will take Pokemon Ranger as your answer. <laughs> okay, why? It was it the right answer? Well, no, not Pokemon Ranger. Uh, Pokemon Mystery Dungeon is your answer. Oh, okay. It is not the right answer. Okay. That was the second game, uh, Pokemon Whoa. game released. Pokemon Ranger oh. was the third. Oh, okay. 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 The first one was a game called Pokemon Dash. Oh, oh my god. That, okay. And it allowed yeah, you no. to play as Munchlax. <laughs> I thought that was just on the Wii. <laughs> nope. Po- uh, Pokemon, Pokemon Dash was the first game released for it, uh, followed, uh, pretty quickly, uh, by Pokemon Blue Rescue Team. Red Rescue Team was a Game Boy game. It was literally split on that console. And then, of course, uh, they had Pokemon Ranger. Then later that fall, they had Pokemon Pearl. That's a lot. Right? I miss, I miss those days when there was a new game every, like, couple weeks. So, uh, yeah. Alright. Close. I'm sorry. Interesting. No, 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 it's fine. I mean, that is very obscure. <laughs> I, I, I was uh, going over the new stuff that uh, Liger sent me, and I'm like, it's like, what's the first one? Like, well, everyone knows that's Pokemon Dash. Yeah, apparently everyone. not. Uh, no. All right, we're gonna another another general thing. Uh, we're gonna go from Foxy. Uh, what is the first Pokemon evolutionary family in the National Dex? where none of its members have an alternate form. And to explain what that means, we're talking Mega, Regional Variant, or Gigantamax. What's the first one in the decks to have none of those? And it's an evolution family, so it has to evolve. Yeah. yeah. No, okay. that, that a single stage could be. Oh. All right, so the answer is, like, my mind, oh, so no alternate form of any kind. Uh, yes, so not, nothing not in its line has an alternate form. Would it be being Pidgey? defined as no Pidgey has a mega. Nope, uh, Firo or Spiro. Yeah, Spiro Firo. Yeah, because before that is Raticate and yeah. the Ratata, and they have Alolans. Yeah, before Alolans. that is Pidgey, and they have Mega, Pidgeys. and then you have the Weedle and Butterfree, and Butterfree is the uh, Gigantamax, and Beedrill is Mega, and then before that is the starters now have Megas. Right. Yep. I'm I'm cool with that one. That is totally correct. Yep. Absolutely. Nice. I know my Gen 1 Pokedex. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's the one I know off the top of my head, no matter what. I, I can't. I can't do it at all. Uh, so. I'm a, 90s, I'm a 90s kid. I get it. It's yeah. just been drilled into my brain forever. Exactly. I remember looking at the poster of all of them in order, and I, remember, I had it all memorized for a while. Now if I can see all the types, I can tell you everything in order. Oh, I have a, I have a still have a, an original Pokedex book. With all of them and their Pokédex entries and like big pictures in them, and yeah. I used to read that thing all the time. Have you started reading it to your daughter? Not yet. <gasps> That's bedtime stories with Professor Mark. Yes, that that should be our our new uh, Patreon bonus content. We just have you read <laughs> children's stories. <laughs> yes, we have enough parents in the audience. There's probably a market, but you know what? There's also a market yeah. for question number three. Uh, this is our Pokédex question. Uh, you know, from Skullmane Banky, I feel like that's an appropriate oh, an appropriate no. person to to ask this from. Also, the other one is cheap, and I don't like it. Okay, mm-hmm. it's Ultra Sun entry reads. It burrows beneath the sand, radiating psychic power from the protuberance on its head. It waits for prey as it surveys the area. Who's that Pokemon? Protuberance. Okay, so it buries its. Itself in the sand, and it has a spike on its head. 
Baltoy. Did Baltoy <laughs> bury itself? I have no idea. I thought I it's thought like, you like said a Baltol, and I was like, "What?" Yes, the Baltol. <laughs> yes. That's it. Had you know, um, I Baltoy is the first thing that pops into my mind, but I could entirely be wrong. Because it digs in the sand. Yeah. Uh, yeah. To reread it. Uh, it burrows beneath the sand, radiating psychic power from the protuberance on its head. It waits for prey as it surveys the area. I don't think Baltoy eats, does it? <laughs> I mean, it's it's a hunk of psychic clay. Um, <sighs> I, I, I will need. Uh, I, I will need I have an answer. No here. idea. Um, don't we get another one? Yeah, we. So uh, we can if just you say, have to give something, and then uh, we just say Baltoy. Sure, okay. we're saying Baltoy then. Yeah, Baltoy is is not correct. Uh, here's your, your hint, Dex. It's Ultramoon entry reads, Its skin is thick enough to fend off Marini's spikes. With its robust teeth, this Pokemon crunches up the spikes and eats them. Bruxish. Bruxish oh, is correct. Yeah. yeah. B- berries beneath the sand? Yeah, I wasn't aware oh, of that. Oh, I thought desert, not beach. Well, I mean, and just Underwater. the bottom of the ocean is, yeah. and this is true, sand. sand. Yeah. Yeah, I don't like sand. I I thought desert and that threw me off entirely. That 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 does give you that does give you two points, and I will let you choose your multiple choice question oh, wh- here. What was the SAT word? Protuberance. Protuberance. You have to say it like that. It is a contractual yeah. obligation. Protuberance. Protuberance. It's like uh, how so- whenever I say chalupa, it it has to have the lupa. <laughs> like that, that. All right, so I'm going to let you guys choose between your multiple choice question. Do you want one about a Pokemon sword and shield background detail? (laughs) Or one about in-depth breeding mechanics? Uh, I would, I think in-depth breeding, but I don't want to say that on air. (laughs) (laughs) That is a very dangerous sentence. Okay, I'm cool with the breeding one. Okay. So, there are three male-only Pokemon lines that can have egg moves. What are oh. they? I will give you a point for each. Uh, a redemption point here. So I'm assuming, what, Nidoran male? Okay. Uh, Nidoran can definitely have it, yeah. That's a male. Yeah. Okay, I will give you guys uh, one strike, uh, and you have to lock in your answers. Okay, so Tyrogue is male-only, and he can have egg moves. Yep, let's lock it in. Tyrogue is locked in. That is your first point. We're going to lock in Nidoran. Nidoran is also correct. That is your second point. I would say uh, Gallade. Gallade is a male-only Pokemon that can have egg moves. Unless that yeah. doesn't count as far as the question. So the quest- So uh, the question specifically says male-only Pokemon lines. Oh, lines. So, oh, yeah, the whole line okay, has right. to have that. There's a, a note that says technically Gallade can, uh, but okay. it, it's, I, I got the it's not a whole thing. That's fine. Yeah. Uh, I would say the Nidoran, Nidorino, Nidoking line, if we didn't say that one already. We already did. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's one of so your two points. Two. Well, so that's two of the three. Um, the only other line I can think of that's male is like the Impidimp line. Like Impidimp, Morgrim, Grimmsnarl. I don't, I don't remember if they were. They have to have egg moves, right? I mean, we could try. Yeah. We'll lock Let's it in. go for it. Yeah. All right, that is your strike. Okay. Oh, okay, never mind. Um, and I don't know what else can have a negative. Um, that's all male, at least. Right. He said lines, though. So, like, that makes me think something like Volbeat can have it because Illumise is the only female and Volbeat is a male. Or, like... It's not really a line, though. It's not a line. Yeah, this is... I, I, like, uh, I will need oh, an answer from oh, you guys. Um, um, 
The other male-only line I could think of would be Braviary and Rufflet. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's a good one. That's a good one. We could definitely do that. We could try it. it. Yeah. All right. Braviary and Rufflet is not correct. Uh, it is Volbeat. Because they can be hatched from... They can be hatched from eggs laid by Ilamese, so they can get egg moves that way. I was right the first time and screwed myself. But it's not a line. Oh, line well. just means, uh, like, full chain. It just means that it's ca- counting everything that evolves into it, and Volbeat has a line of one. I guess. that's. I should have gotten that one. I'm, I'm sad. Yeah. yeah, that's all right. Yeah. Well, you got two points. Like, you can't feel bad. You're up I to know. you're up to, to four whole I points. I said Volbeat, and I love Volbeat, mm-hmm. and I should have known. You you really should. Uh, so your base stat question: What dark type Pokemon has the lowest defense? The lowest, lowest defense. defense? Mm-hmm. Uh, are there any baby dark types? I don't think Who so. Who are the tiny dark children? So you have uh, was it Nickit? You'd have very possible. Um, um, oh gosh. Oh, um, Puchina maybe. Oh 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 um. Owen, Owen, the fish, the dark fish, the dark water, uh, Carvana. Oh, really? They have low defense? It's like five or ten. Oh, then yeah, let's go with that. <laughs> Carvana is your final answer? Yeah. Carvana is correct with 20 base defense. 20, okay. Ooh, still pretty low. Uh, yeah, and remember how they have rough skin, a defensive ability. Uh, next we have Nicket with uh, 28, Houndor, Impidimp, with 30, and Puchiana, Sandile, Alolan, Meowth, and Rattata all have 35. Yeah. And that, that gives you a respectable five points. That yeah. used to be the, the most you could make. <laughs> once upon a time. Oh, once upon a time ago. Yeah. And with that, we have shaken up the standings significantly, because there's <laughs> basically no standings. Uh, in Whoa. first place, we have Sublime, with seven points. And in a four-way tie for second place, we have Whimsicott, Seth Philo, Claude Nine, and Mark. Yes. I'm on the board. Can I give Mark my points to put him at first? No. I don't think that's how it works. Because I don't want Thatch to just look at me with those pained, disdained eyes again this week. Alright. So, uh, yeah. (laughs) So with that, uh, we will bounce over to our main topic. Hey guys, if you haven't already, be sure to head over to Patreon and check out our Puckle Anime Club podcast where we go over Pokemon journeys, talk about the episodes, you can listen to the commentary real time as you watch the show, or you can just go ahead and listen to our review episode that we do at the end. You just have to go over to Patreon and be at the $5 tier to be able to access it. I think it's been a lot of fun making, and I hope if you decide to go and listen to it, you have a great time listening to it as well. But until then, keep on listening to the show and you've got a topic to get to. And welcome to the topic. Our topic today was totally not chosen in a rush. And the sad thing is that's true. Uh, we are we are talking about uh, things other than battling that Pokemon are used for. It's a very broad topic, very intentionally. So, But I yeah. did uh, actually have some programming updates that uh, Thatch wanted to let everyone know. Uh, he sent me a message that says... Let the people know that I'm at specifically Ryan's bachelor party. Specifically Hi, Ryan. Ryan. That's all. That, that's literally it. He just wanted us to oh, know that. Just wanted to let us know. Okay. Yeah, that's he, fine. he cool. just wanted the people to know that he does know Ryan, and it's not weird. All right. So as far as like the world of Pokemon with sports or other things, people, Pokemon do like the first thing that comes to mind is sports because they've shown several times there's been like various racings where it's like oh there's the Rhyhorn racing. 
or like various just they've had lots of races. I say that because there's been a lot of races, whether it's like swimming, running, uh, you know, obstacle kind of courses. Drow. Yeah, but like <laughs> every, I feel like every generation in the anime we see a different race of some sort. Charge bug. That was the thing. Yeah, a different like sort of race between Pokemon because that's apparently a thing that's like you know fun to watch. I think they even had like Dawn playing ping pong with Apom at one point, which makes me think. Imagine like the Pokemon ping pong championships with like Ambipoms. You start getting into like weird questions though, because like some guy shows up with a Tangela, and it's like, well, are they hands? It doesn't yeah. matter. You get one paddle. Then why would Ambipom be better? <laughs> I don't know. I just thought Ambipom because it's a monkey. I feel like, you know, another thing beyond sports, though, uh, I, from the best season of the anime, uh, from the Orange Islands, we had Tracy, <laughs> who had... Oh, my gosh. Well, okay, so Tracy was great because Tracy had Pokemon not for fighting, necessarily, but for finding stuff. So he had, like, was it, like, Venonat and um, Meryl, who could, you know... you use their sight and sound abilities to be able to find things, you know, that he couldn't because they were better at hearing and seeing stuff. So I feel like, you know, for just basic, normal tasks, having something like a a Pokemon could be really valuable. Mm -hmm. You know, he was also a photographer, so, you know, in the Pokemon Snap idea of trying to find Pokemon to take pictures of, you know, something like that would be useful to have. Maybe not, like, a whole team to fight. And, and we've seen that throughout the anime, and even in the games, it's like, oh, I have my partner Pokemon Blank to help me do this activity. Right, right. And like, right. It seems like a research assistant is a very, very popular type of field for a Pokemon that's not just battle. Right. And, and like, we, we constantly see them being used for, like, search and rescue. Yeah. We use dogs and stuff in real life. Why not use a super powerful dog that can move rocks and right. smell a single drop of blood on a mountainside? Like, of course we're going to have a Stoutland. You can't even, you can throw that dog out in a sandstorm. It only gets better at finding people because it's faster. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's just, the possibilities are endless there. Beyond just competitions. And, you know, I think, you know, was it in the most recent season you, of the anime, you had the food eating contest? Yes. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that food eating contest. Yeah, I, I mean, stuff like that. I mean, and since you mentioned it, like, Pokemon contests are a big thing people use Pokemon for, which is oh, coming yeah. back in DPP. Oh, yeah. Um, <gasps> and and I, I, I really liked the uh, Gen 4 contest much more than Gen 3. Because you have, like, I mean, they all start with the, like, primary judging of, oh, how cute does your Pokemon look based on, like, the Poffins or... What are Poke Blocks that you gave them? I think it's Poke Blocks in that game still. Or, I don't know. No, it's Poffins. Because you had to play the whole little game where you, like, spin around in the circle. And between that and Pokemon Ranger, I ruined my DS's bottom screen. I thought that was Blocks. <laughs> but either way, like, you have, you always have that initial look phase, and then you have, like, the, uh, there's usually some sort of appeal. But, like, in Gen 4, they brought in the whole, like, rhythm kind of game. Oh, yeah. Where it's like, oh, you gotta play along to the beat. Which mm-hmm. was... Which I, I had a lot of fun with. And I, I, I remember clearly going through all this in, like, uh, whether it's in Ruby and Sapphire with a cast form, because I could, or, like, going through Gen oh. 4, oh, I need to collect all of the different seals and ribbons, because it was just another way to beat the game that I had a lot of fun with. Well, what about the Dugongs? The Dugongs. I mean, you collected all of the seals, but did you collect all the Dugongs? I did not collect all the Dugongs. No. I don't even remember what that is from. Dugongs? The Dugongs? My dude. My dude. Wait, 
Claude, did you did you forget Dugong existed? It's a Pokemon, the evolution of Seal. <laughs> no, I didn't. Oh gosh, you were just talking about how you knew all the Gen One Mons, dude. <laughs> You're right. I collected all the Seals, but not all of the Dugongs. Silly, silly me. And Lenina's making a pun. I was making a really bad pun. <laughs> oh no. Uh, I I think it's really telling that a lot of the Pokemon that uh, competitively are terrible, you look at and you're like, ah, but a real societal good. When have you used Tropius seriously? The answer is never. But as a form of food, transportation, friendship, and, like, shelter, it's pretty good. It's up there. Well, the whole food thing is something that is a little taboo, but, I mean, is... It has to be utilized in the Pokemon world, well, like, right? They've even they've shown like Chansey's giving their eggs. Well, even beyond that, like you know, like certain you look at certain Pokedex entries. You talk about um, they talk about people eating different Pokemon, right? Poor Appleton, where children peel off its skin flaps because they taste delicious, right? What horrible way <laughs> to have this wonderful <laughs> Pokemon just die. But, you know, I don't know. Like, there was also, I feel like there was an anime episode where they were talking about eating a Magikarp, too. Well, yeah, and then they tried to brutally murder it on screen, but it was too difficult. Okay. Can we just, like, deal with that for a second? <laughs> I mean, and was that the one where it evolved and then, like, attacked? Was, yes! That was Team Rocket, right? Yes! James okay pulls a knife on it and tries to cut it up and it doesn't work. Its scales are too hard. Then Meowth tries to fury swipes it and then they doesn't do anything. And so in anger, they slap it away. It evolves into a dragon and then tries to kill them. Yeah. Oh, gosh. (laughs) TV in the 90s was just a little different. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I mean, you also have the whole joke around Farfetch'd, right? It's a duck that brings its own leak. Right, and yeah. it's been eaten to almost extinction. <laughs> uh, poor Farfetch. It's really funny that you can see the Pokemon Company walking that back over time. Uh-huh. Because they're like, Slowpoke Tails are totally fine, it, it doesn't hurt them, and it they grow back. back, so it's totally <laughs> yeah. cool. Yeah. I mean, people have to eat Krabbies, right? Yeah. I mean, I feel like that would have to be, like, a pretty common one. I mean, a lot of, uh, I feel like a lot of water types would probably be, be eaten. You, you know what? If we're, if we're talking about food, poison types are probably, as a whole, not good. Uh-huh. But, like, there has to be one that's just spicy, right? Oh, like a spicy poison. Okay. So, caps, because, like, capsaicin is technically very much a poison. But right. that's just what we think of as the tasty spice. The first thing that comes to mind, then, is Oddish. People always refer to Oddish as, like, oh, a yeah. an onion. Yeah. That's yeah, a poison like type. I don't know. I feel like... Okay, when we talk about poison types, though, I feel like Gen 1 especially, they just threw it on so much stuff. They're like, yeah, they this did. is also poison type. This bat, it's poison. Why not? You know, it, it, this onion, it's also poison. I mean, it makes sense for, you know, like... <laughs> this coughing, it's also poison. It's only well, poison. Yeah, I mean, that makes more sense. But, like, yeah. here's, this, here's this poison ghost. And, you know, it's, I feel like he just threw it on everything. But by, also by Linian's definition, there should also be a caffeine poison type. <laughs> because caffeine is, is, is a, isn't, what is it? a poison. A, yeah, yeah, it's, it's a, a pesticide. pesticide. Okay, wait. All right. So caffeine poison type makes me think of Scolipede. How else does it get speed boost? <laughs> <laughs> okay. It just starts digesting its, its juices. Like, uh, and like, they, they had a lot of flavor with it. Cause like, quillfish is a poke, like, 
People can eat puffer fish. You just get rid of the poison sack first, and then you can, and then it's a oh, fish. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So like, it can be done. It's just this is not a not a good idea. <laughs> I mean, a lot of the grass types too. I feel like just I think that there's some I can't remember offhand, but I think there are some other grass type Pokedex entries that talk specifically about them being food. There are some that are like this Pokemon yeah. is delicious, and it's yeah. always been weird. Yes. Uh, well, okay. So another one is Go Goat. So Gogoat and Skiddo, and I think Skiddo's Pokedex entry talks about them being um, one of the first Pokemon to be domesticated. And what were they domesticated for? Salads? I mean, it might be. Oat milk. Yeah. So yeah. so goats were were uh, you know domesticated for goat milk. Gogoats <gasps> were domesticated for oat milk. Gogoat milk. I mean, it there learns milk drink. Yeah, it does. That's true. Is that a thing? What would go yeah. go What would gogoat cheese taste like? Would it taste more like goat cheese or like... Now, the real thing that's a little obscure is the fact that male go-goats can learn milk drink. I was trying not to mention that. <laughs> well, that, that opens up a whole other can of worms about, like, you know, gender and the, the different moves and stuff, but... Yeah. We're yeah. not talking about this. No, we're not. <laughs> nope. <laughs> well, fine. Back to eating Pokemon. <laughs> <laughs> Back to something more pleasant. Eating your friends. Yes. So I, I guess the other thing that we I really that we talked about beforehand was like the ride Pokemon. Oh yeah. Yes, but before the ride Pokemon, I did want to go. So I went and looked up Petalil. Okay. <laughs> there we we overlooked a, uh, a significant aspect of Pokemon: drugs. Oh. The leaves on its head are very bitter. Eating one of these leaves is known to refresh a tired body. Okay. Okay. I think there are some other examples of that in, in grass types too. Where um, was it? Venusaur produces like a, a pleasant aroma. Yeah, this is, but you don't eat Venusaur to feel better. Venusaurs oh, are coca leaves. <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. I do not want to see the Breaking Bad where it's just you know a bunch of petalils. <laughs> Oof! Breaking swipe. So anyway, ride Pokemon. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, okay. Um. Yeah. Uh. Ride Pokemon. Um. So like, that's the fun thing that we were talking about. It's like, oh, you know how in the game you just have these ride Pokemon pop out of nowhere to help you. So we're like, oh, you know, like in, in, in some aspects it makes sense. Like, oh, you know, there each town has its own set of like Rhyhorns or like Tauros that can like are meant to help you get from place to place to the next town. Like I see it as like renting a car almost. It's like, oh, gotta rent this Pokemon to go, like you know, do your thing. Um, or like the Corviknight Taxi, where you call it and it just shows up and picks you up. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's a whole career path. Yeah. And then Linian brought up the point of, alright, you're on Alola, and now you have Charizards everywhere. I yeah. I choose to believe there are just ranches that have like a whole bunch of Charizards that are like flying around and happy, and then every once in a while, one just winks out of existence. <laughs> and then just like later, it pops back. Uh, this is a reference specifically for Seth and Seth's friend who he got into this. They're basically mandras. Uh, oh, gosh. And so, <laughs> I just, I love that mental image. Mm -hmm. I, I, I like this idea, though, of like, oh, you know, instead of there being like, uh, like, in each town, there's this little, like, there's like a shop, basically, of like, oh, you know, rental Pokemon. Like, oh, I need to go from point A to point B. Can I borrow this Pokemon? And it's like, oh, what do you know? I have to surf. Here's a Lapras. Here's a Sharpedo um, that you can, you know, use. Or, oh, I'm, I'm going to go into the mountains. Can I borrow them a champ for strength? It, it just gives, it seems like it's a lot of fun to be like, oh, cool. Like, you can rent these things to Pokemon to have, you know, help you. We, 
We even have that in the games in uh, Sword and Shield. You can just sell your Pokemon into bonded servitude. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah, that's right. You can just have them go and, like, they get a harvest job. things <laughs> or train or inspire people to do art. Mm-hmm. Have you ever read the flavor text on these? It's no. wild. I've honestly never used it. <laughs> I, it's just very strange. You can just have your Pokemon pull odd jobs, which feels morally weird. Well, I mean, if we're going to get into the morality of owning Pokemon the way that they mm-hmm. do in the games anyways. <laughs> but Like, they're like, we'd be really grateful if we had some psychic type, psychic type Pokemon that could use its powers to quickly search for the books we have in stock. Yeah. Oh, okay. I could see that. I mean, you know, like, if you own a bookstore, I could see that being useful. We want to make a horror f- show, the likes of which we have never <laughs> have never been seen. Please send over scary Pokemon. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I guess I could see that, like, in media, like, movies, right? I mean, if we're going to talk media, we have to talk Pokemon musical. Oh. Because that was a thing that was around for, you know, one generation. Very, very bad. But it was used. Like, that was the whole point, was like... <laughs> No, it's the Pokemon musical. You get to watch your Pokemon do its thing with another rhythm game. That was just a bad version of a contest. I would like to apologize uh, specifically to uh, the people who liked that, who are listening. <laughs> and uh, in particular, Cole, please, I didn't make him say this. Please. <laughs> no, I, I just say it. As, as an actual actor, I, can, I know when something is trash. <laughs> Right, um, that, that's why uh, all of our best policies are put forward by actors. Exactly. You know it's true. Um, <laughs> either way. Um, but, like, it was an interesting idea, it just didn't work nearly as well as the contest did. I know they were trying to do that, because they also had, uh, what was it, the movie theater in that same thing, where it's, oh, these movies are less about, like, humans, it's more about, oh my gosh, this is an evil Pokemon or an evil villain, and this hero... Or they're not, and it's about, like, Invasion of the Body Snatchers. Oh, uh, which one was that? There was one. It was like, yeah, yeah, all of these things are, like, coming into your house, and they're, like, weird aliens trying to abduct you and replace you. That was the plot of these. And then there was this the one where it was a uh, about how your sister grew to be, your older sister grew to be, uh, like, a hundred feet tall. And that's all we'll say about that. Let's see. All right, so this was the... Uh, the movie stars and Pokestar Studios. Let me see if I can find them, because these were hysterically fun. They were very weird. They were just deeply weird. There was one where you were like, Ryolu Man. There's uh, Bryson oh. Man. There is Full Metal Cop. Invaders. <laughs> Big Monster, which is basically Godzilla. Time yes. Gate Traveler. Love and Battles. Mystery Door of... Mystery Doors of the Magical Land. <laughs> the Giant Woman. Oh. Red Fog of Terror, <laughs> Everlasting Memories, and Ghost Eraser. Ghost Eraser? All of these, if you were to tell me, are light novels and have Crunchyroll adaptations with way too much fan art, I would believe you on <laughs> uh, all of them. So Ghost Racers is basically Ghostbusters. Right, but you're erasing them? That seems a little... <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> the, the, this is the plot they give for it. A village where ghosts appear. The ghost erasers are on the case. Yeah, but I mean, like, instead of just, you know, catching them and keeping them in, like, a vault, you Yeah, but, like, after you knock knock them out, if you do a good job, it says, I'll mourn your passing. (laughs) 
Oh. <laughs> oh no. Man, we're really skirting that whole uh, the whole fainting thing here. Especially when they all have destiny bond. <sighs> oh that's Oh no. Oh that's terrible. Uh. Oh gosh. Um I'm I can't go into this anymore. Uh I I got too too real. Too but, real. Um, what? With <laughs> full metal cop. Uh no. No, no that's just um, Robocop. But it, it's just interesting to be like, oh, like all of these focused around battling Pokemon, but like there was always like some sort of like hidden thing with it. They were very strange. Uh and then I mean, if you want to talk weird spin-offs, uh we talked about one that no one cared about, but it like Oh yeah. Objectively it is interesting. Pokemon Cafe Mix. Oh yeah. What Pokemon yeah. would be a good Moe waiter? Apparently the answer is all of them. <laughs> Well, you know, and, and to, to bring to bring back uh, a little bit to the sports, I mean, you know, we're talking about, like, what sports would be good for Pokemon. Honestly, you know, this is just me, but I think Sumo would be a good one for a lot of different Pokemon, especially big, heavy ones. Like, you think about it, it's simple rules. The whole idea is to be big and strong and to push people down or push them out of a ring, right? So, mm-hmm. not only fighting types would be good for that. There'd be a lot of big, strong mons that could also accomplish that pretty well. Just you, you get your you get your agrons. Yeah, you, you know, a Rhydon would probably be pretty good at it. Some guy shows up with a Celesteel, like, hey, try to push it out. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I think that could be a, a pretty fun sort of you know being being Pokemon. I mean, there's already some sumo themed Pokemon, so oh, like Hariyama. Yeah, gotta be a pusher thruster. And I think that's so cool where it's like, and I'm sure they did this in the anime where it's like, oh, all these Pokemon of this type all fight for this. And they try and think, like, which one's the best? So they've shown like, oh, like Magikarp jumping. It's like, mm-hmm. oh, each one's jump up and down and uh, like, you want to train your Magikarp to jump the highest type that of That was still the best sub-episode. Yes, it was. It yeah, was, it was so funny. But I just think like, it, it could be a lot of fun just to, you know... I, I just think it'd be. I just think it's fun to have like, oh, like all these Pokemon are fighting to try and be the best one. Like, oh, all the Hariyamas are trying to be the best sumo wrestler. I, I just think that's a, a cool like thing that they could do more of in the anime or in the game too. Because like, I think of the Pokathlon, and I loved the Pokathlon. That was one of my favorite parts of the Heart Gold Soul Silver remakes. It's the fact that oh, you get to do all these fun little mini games with your Pokemon that aren't battling. And Sunkern was good. Sunkern was top tier. It was cre- incredible. I I just, I like that kind of aspect of like, oh, Pokemon do more than just, you know, battle. Yeah. Yeah. It's that meme of like the woman in the, the, the like sci-fi helmet. It's like, I don't know who I am. I don't know where I am. All I know is that I must kill. Uh. (laughs) Yeah. I do wish that is something that they explored more in the games. And I do really like that they're bringing back, you know, I mean, it's Gen 4, but bringing back the competitions because it, it is nice to have things to do with the mons that's not it's more than just fighting. Yeah. We need another really we need a, a really fluffy spin-off. We need like, ten dogs, but it's Pokemon. Yes. We keep trying to put that in like a main feature. We need something where it's like I don't know. You're a Pokemon doctor and they do it like all of those Barbie vet games that were like in everywhere oh. in about two well, thousand. Please enlighten us on the Barbie vet game Monopoly that you know. I about. remember those existing. Like I'm, I'm glad someone else does. There were like I don't. my sister had like eight or nine of them when she was little. I mean, yeah, I'm not familiar directly with them, but I know they existed as a thing. What I'm saying is, if they wanted to do cute shovelware, they could. 
And it doesn't mm-hmm. just have to be Pokemon Snap. Yes. Which is still fun. Uh-huh. It's still fun. Yeah, no, that was a great game. Please make more make more weird things like this. Yes. Yeah. I don't know. I, I think... Th- I think there's just so much that like the po- that we that they could do with Pokemon outside of just you know the battling, mm-hmm. and you know as, as we've talked on a couple little things that we've seen in the games and whatnot. I don't know I want more. Like I would love to see like I still want to see the Score Bunny or the Cinderace Football League. Oh yeah, or like an act or like rugby with um, Pasimians. Yeah. Oh yeah, that'd be fun. And you know we want to know what you what you want, but before we can ask you about that. We do need to do the the team of the episode. So we're going to do that. We'll see you on the other side of the music. Poke of the episode. And welcome back to our Pokemon of the episode. Our Pokemon of the episode is number... Oh, great. Close the wrong tab. Uh, <laughs> Swampert. <laughs> Uh, it is number 260, Thank Swampert. You. Um, it's Alpha Sapphire Pokedex entry states, Swampert predicts storms by sensing subtle differences in the sounds of waves and tidal winds with its fins. If a storm is approaching, it piles up boulders to protect itself. Ooh, that's pretty cool. Yeah, Swampert is a uh, fairly beefy boy, and it's got uh, a crippling weakness to grass, but that's also it. Uh, it's yeah. a very, it's a very fun mon. Uh, we've we've got a team for you, Claude. Why don't you start us off with with that baby? Of course. So uh, we we start off with a Swampert. It's usually uh, this is Battle Spot singles, by the way. So you have Swampert, uh, uh, leftovers ability Torrent level fifty, two fifty two HP, two fifty two defense, and then four neither defense or special defense. Doesn't really matter. What the relaxed nature? I don't, uh, I don't know why it's relaxed, but I, I guess for a slope. Flip turn. Since first move is flip turn, stealth rocks, yawn, earthquake with the leftovers. Uh, it's usually your lead. You lead with rocks to break other sashes, sashes, you yawn something, and then you flip turn to get positioning. That is the entire plan of Swampert. Rocks, yawn, flip turn. Now they're switching, you're switching, you have the advantage. Uh, and the, one of the things you really want to bring in is your Zacian crowned, uh, with the rusty sword, with the ability intrepid sword, level 50. 252 attack, 4 special defense, 252 speed, jolly nature, with behemoth, blade, play rough, quick attack, and close combat. Now, this option's just very standard, but uh, kind of standard with a quick attack, you know, to break sash and sturdy mons that, you know, occasionally try and be annoying if you don't get the rocks up or, you know, they stop you in some way. But, you know, just a fairly standard option to hit and break things hard. And that's it. Yeah, notably, quick attack will uh, make priority on anything slower, and most things are slower than Zacian, uh, it'll make uh, Sucker Punch fail. So if they go to yes. try to get, get some chip off, you can just deny them even that. Uh, Mark, why don't, you, why don't you go for us? Yeah, so next we have Porygon 2, the wonderful of all the Porygons, most wonderful. Uh, so it has Eviolite, like you do, with the ability Analytic. Um, 244 HP, 12 special attack, and 252 special defense, calm nature. Uh, it has recover, ice beam, tri attack, and foul play. So, Porygon 2 is the best special, uh, wall in the format. Uh, ice beam is for Zapdos, tri attack for stab, and foul play if you happen to chunk a physical attacker, but more for taking out, uh, Calyrex. Uh, yeah, so. Calyrex Shadow Rider is Shadow, uh, yes. 
quad week, so that'll put a big dent in it. Calyrex Ice Rider will oh, yeah. actually probably still hurt a good amount just because yeah. that massive base attack stat. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, and then uh, Rillaboom here for you. Uh, for for uh, Zapdos, I can't I can't remember what we agreed to yes, about a minute I ago. Zapdos. Uh, Zapdos is also in this team, uh, normal Zapdos, with Rocky Helmet. Uh, it's got the static ability, and uh, the EV- it's got 252 HP, 196 defense, and 16 special attack. It's got Bold Nature with Discharge, Heat Wave, Roost, and U-Turn. That's not full EVs. Uh, hmm. That's, I feel uh, like it's missing, like, 40 in special defense or something, or speed. Hmm. Well, not our problem, I guess. Yeah, and you know what? The rental code we're going to provide will have the corrected one, so it's fine. Yes. Um, either way, Zapdos is your um, going to be your physical wall. Um, static to status uh, physical attackers, as well as discharge high, uh, higher status chance. Uh, heat wave for Zacian, uh, and U-turn is uh, chosen over Volt Switch due to the high usage of Lando, Quagsire, and Swampert. Can't can't switch out if they uh, can't get shocked. Yes. Uh, so that kind of brings me to the more offensive part of the team. We've got Urshifu with the Focus Sash, and this is the dark one. Uh, Wicked Blow, Close Combat, Sucker Punch, and Counter. Uh, Urshifu pretty much is here to hard counter Shadow Rider. Uh, Wicked Blow and Sucker Punch combo. Uh, if they're going to go for a status move, you click Wicked Blow and it kills them. If they're going to attack you, you click Sucker Punch and it kills them. Uh, you have Sash counter... Uh, and if you're running up against a Zacian, you just let them play rough you, you survive, and then immediately kill them. So, uh, you know, ow. <laughs> Rillaboom is your other major attacker, and, like, you don't bring it often, but there's so many Swampert and so many Quagsire. A big, strong grass boy, gonna be really helpful. Mm-hmm. Quagsire is Zacian's number one counter, so in that situation, you really need Rillaboom. Just to, just to eat it. Because, again, grass and water has one weakness, but boy, is it a weakness. Mm-hmm. It's a bit of a Death Star effect. If only there was a single berry that would help neutralize some of that damage. We don't need to talk about... Is it Rindo? Rindo berry. Yeah. Nickel's yeah. accuracy. Okay. So, yeah, that's that's our uh, fairly standard BSS team. Uh, if you want to get that or any of the other teams of the episode, you can always join us on our Discord and find that there. Coil builds many a team. And despite his name being Coil Builder VGC, a lot of his BSS teams are very fun and good. Yes. And so with that, I think it's time we check the mail. It's mail time! Sending your emails. And welcome to the mailbag, the section of the show where we read what you send to us. As always, if you want to send your response to this month, this week's podcast, you can do so at pucklepodcast at gmail.com. Our question this week will be, what do you want to see Pokemon doing in the in the world besides battling. What what do you think they'd be good for? Or you can send an email telling me why I am wrong. Yes, also acceptable. I forgot what Claude was wrong about. I do know Claude was wrong. And yeah. that's what's Claude important. Claude is wrong about many things. So please tell us. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, let's go for it. Well, this is just leading up to the roast of Claude that will eventually happen. Yep. Episode 600. I mean, more it'll eventually be to your face, but yeah. 
Oh, we, we, I mean, we'll have we'll do it in person too. Like you know, yeah, Taco Con twenty twenty two that never happens. <laughs> All right, Mark, why don't you lead us out? Um, All right, so we're going to start off with an email from 007. 007 says, what it do, Puckle Gang? Well, (laughs) I don't think that's how it's supposed to start. What Um, it do, Puckle Crew? uh, 007 here. I just want to say thank you for everything y'all do for the Pokemon community and all the time you guys dedicate to the entertainment of people in the Pokemon community. I will. I want to write to make a bold prediction about the anime, mainly surrounding all the hype around Ash most uh, likely getting uh, a Mega Lucario. Disclaimer that this is just a prediction based upon leaks uh, in the story of the anime. With that said, here I go, lol. I think that because of the fact that in the Champions Cup that Ash is in, they speak to this idea of the Masters 8 and only four confirmed up to this point to actually have uh, been one of the Masters Division. This leaves room, I think, for them to bring back another strong, other strong trainers that Ash has faced in the past. One I think particularly is Elaine. I say that because at the end of Season 6, after facing the guilt of realizing he was contributing to Lysander's evil plan, he abandons the Keystone and Megastone that was given to him. After that, he says he wants uh, to achieve Mega Evolution the right way and find his own key and Megastones. Long story short, I think Ash could possibly face Elaine's likely Mega Charizard with his own Mega Lucario. I think to properly re- uh, revive Elaine without killing the hype, to face Leon would be to show uh, Elaine beating another trainer in the Masters Cup. I hope that my email gets read. Sorry, it's long. 007. Well, I mean, it's it's possible. Um, I don't... like. So there are lots of rivals that Ash has faced that are very, very strong that could yeah. come back. Uh, I don't remember the guy's name from Gen 4 by the Dark Cry and Latios, but like <laughs> Tobias... Tobias, oh, like, that guy, yeah. <laughs> Let's take the longest season of the anime and end it with the biggest up yours, nothing could have been predicted. Yeah, like, that was, like, I mean, you could have people like that that show up. I think it's more likely to be, like, uh, I don't know, like, I, I fully expect B to be in the final eight there with Ash, because they've had this rivalry the entire time, and I expect you to pick a couple other champions um, to be in this final eight. I think we have Lance, Rehan, Cynthia, and I forgot the other one. I but like, I, I, I could see Gary Oak somehow showing up in there just to piss off, off Ash. Like, I think it'll be all people that are familiar. Because they're going to want to show off all these battles. They're going to want to make it exciting and make it a fun, epic ending tournament. I mean, Elaine could be... I mean, he wasn't that into battling. I mean, he could be fun, if nothing else, because uh, Mega Lucario has the type disadvantage. He was the big... He was, like, one of the big bads in the the Gen 6 anime, which was actually pretty good. Uh, But long story short... Elaine? He he beat... Yeah. A. It's not... not, A-L-A-I-N. Elaine. It's, It's a French name. Ah, that Elaine. Oh, him. Yeah. Okay. Uh, the yes. guy who beat uh, Ash Greninja because he had absorbed all of the mega power of other people. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So basically, what I'm saying is, uh, given that guy's relationship with type advantage, Mega Lucario is basically the instant win button. Mm-hmm. I'm not bitter. What are you? What are you saying? I don't know. Like <sighs> this implies that there's going to be Megas coming up again. That's true. 
<laughs> well, they had a Mega Lucario with Karina not too late, not too long ago. I suppose. Um, I, I just, I don't know. I'm not going to be all salty about it. So, all right. Well, I'll, I'll, I'll get us on an, another track. Uh, I have no idea how to say this, and that's part of the email. So, oh no. Uh, okay. Ganum. 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 Yeah. Ganum is my favorite character in Dune. <laughs> Formerly Ganum. Yeah. So, what is up, my puckle peeps? Ganum here, and I hope everyone is having a good day and or week. Let's do some catching up, shall we? Firstly, my name was formerly Genum, and that was my nickname in high school. But since episode 498, where Sigma, Jushiro, and Thatch pronounced it as Ganum, I have decided I would change it in Pokemon Go. Ganum, this is very was already taken, and Gunnum wasn't. This is clink and clink clang, and I I just... (laughs) So thank you guys for the inspiration. Some news for me is my wife and I found out we're having a baby boy, a little Puckalonian. The same time BDSP comes out. So we'll we'll see if I get to play BDSP, or if I get to change some diapers. Okay, pro tip. Pro tip on this. I've been there. Go ahead. um, Okay, the Early on, the baby will sleep a lot, so take advantage, right? You can either sleep or you can play Pokemon. Choose choose your poison. You have one or the other. Just put that out there. Newborns, they will sleep a lot. And mm-hmm. here's here's my, my pro advice. Like, if it happens that weekend, labor takes a while. You can probably get to at least Rourke. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, if you speed run the game, you can do it in a couple hours. Well, it depends. Who knows how long the unskippable cutscenes are. Oh, that's right. Fair enough, fair enough. Uh, okay. <laughs> so to continue the email, <laughs> I've also said I also have to say that a Pokemon Pirates game would be awesome. I would buy it and play the Pirates of the Caribbean theme music in the background, and one of my Pokemon would about without doubt be named Pokemon Jack, uh, Captain Jack Sparrow, Captain Sparrow for short. Lastly, I mean, if Hi, you Ryan. want Pokemon Pirates, you have Cinderace and Pokemon Unite. <laughs> oh yeah, I do. Right. I do have that skin. It's very fun. <laughs> Uh, I also, uh, lastly, hi, Ryan. Hi, Mark. Oh, hi. I think that meant the other Mark, but the, you too. Nah, it's fine. I'm the only <laughs> Mark that matters. You hear that, Mark Zuckerberg? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Come at me. You hear that, Mark Twain? Irrelevant. Hey, We're on a dead. Pokemon podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's not, his real name's not Mark anyways, it's fine. Samuel Clements, get on our level. Your real name's not Mark either. <laughs> Shh, don't tell them. (laughs) Now to the mailbag question. I think Pokemon from BDSP will be transferable to Swish. I think it wouldn't be a smart move to have them not, to not have them transferable. That would only upset the player and fan base, because they'd never do that, ever. (laughs) No, why would they do that? They've always made the correct decision that wouldn't make anyone angry 100% of the time. Because that's possible to do to begin with. Alright, uh, uh, here's my question, though. What do you guys think that Pokemon's Legend Arceus could and should be transferable to either BDSP or Swish? Given that's a long time ago, I really don't see it happening, but maybe it could happen. I think it'll go to home and then potentially home to Swish. I think they'll go to home and potentially home to BDSP. Uh, either or. Yeah. I think it's, it's possible to go to both. Back. I think they'll transfer to both. Yeah. Uh, certain mods will be, I think. I don't think BDSP will have, like, Oshawott, but... I think it's possible for it to have other stuff. Who knows? I, I Who wouldn't knows? be surprised. I also wouldn't be surprised if it's like, oh, you can put them in home. 
And that's it. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. But yep. Uh, I I hope that's not the case because I want to use Basculation. Oh, Basculation. Yes. Uh, uh, thanks for being awesome, guys. Can't wait to listen to the next episode and hear your thoughts. Keep it trivial. <laughs> Ganoom. <laughs> Ganoom. Yeah. All right, and we got one more email uh, <laughs> from Vicious. Hello, Linian Mark and Omnitrainer Thatch. That's a weird way to pronounce Claude Nine, um, <laughs> but okay. Uh, Thatch was upset about Seth's nickname last week, so I'm trying to rectify that. All right. What was Seth's nickname last week? No idea. Uh, <laughs> it's just here to answer your question about BDSP Pokemon and Swish. And I'm going to jump right in and admittedly leech a little off what Thatch said in the previous episode. I think it all depends on what game holds the official battles. I thought they announced it was going to be Swish. They did. Yeah, I could have sworn Swish. they've announced this or it's going to be Swish. All right. If, if Swish is still the place for official tournaments, then, uh, then what would be the point in playing BDSP for competitive reasons if none of those Pokemon can be transferred in? I uh, I think no, all right. So I believe they will do a season where they bring in the BDSP mods. That is my idea, but that's my own thought. I know yeah. it's been in an uh, an announcement that in future games we will not be getting a full national Pokedex, or so they claim. So this, this makes me think there's two options. My hope is they allow BDSP Pokemon transferable to home to Switch. Um, the other option would be to only allow them transferable to Gen Nine. Okay. Uh, I, I do believe that any, ne- like, regular Pokemon game we get will not start with the full national decks. Yeah. I think it's possible for them to patch that in later. Yep. Mm-hmm. I think that's going to be the standard going forward. Whether it's DLCs or, you know what, we've had enough time, here they are now, kind of a thing. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Especially if they don't do the running, like, put the Pokemon behind you, because that takes a lot of time and effort on their part. Like, but people like seeing that. Either yes. way, if they want to, wait. If they want to breathe fresh air into Swish, they should allow as many transfers as possible to create a more diverse group of competitive Pokemon to choose from. I'm not a super big fan of Dynamax, but do think it would be cool to see some more Gen 4 Pokemon blow up. I'd like to see good old thick-headed Rampardas tearing it up against Leon. I personally, I personally have not touched Swish except for the when a few new mystery gifts pop up. I have devoted time to Unite, waiting for BDSP, and pining over Legends. I do not believe BDSP Pokemon will be stuck in Sinnoh, and though I lean towards a feeling of Swish update, I would not be thrown off if it was announced they will only be transferable to Gen 9 when it comes to the Pokemon Company. I'm not sure I will ever predict anything correct. So, with that, I do not think they'll be only transferable to Gen 9. I think they will be transferable to Home. And the Pokemon that show up in Gen 9 will be transferable from Home. Yes. So it's less about, oh, everything from BDSP that's new. I mean, I think everything that's not in the game of Swish right now will be playable in Gen 9, just because that's only fair. But... I, I I could also see like oh what do you know you still don't have Glammeow in another region oops right but mm-hmm. I appreciate all that Puckle does you have no idea how much better my day is after listening to the podcast suspiciously vicious nice cool Woo. all right who do y'all think deserves the green Tauros badge I mean the uh, Gnoom yeah Gnoom already uh, has it already has Gnoom. it and okay. uh, the one who uh, you just read you didn't even get your name right so. I feel like that's disqualifying. Know. Yeah. All right. Double O seven then. Double O seven. Double O seven. You have officially 007. won the Green Taurus badge. Yeah. Make, uh, message someone in in the Discord. Yeah. For it. If you ha- you now have a license to kill and a license to drink an energy drink. Yes. Green Taurus, the energy drink that gives you hooves. Hooves. Because we didn't do that. <laughs> yeah, we, we didn't. didn't. Sorry. So I did it myself. I was I was hoping no one would notice. <laughs> I noticed. It's my favorite part of every episode. 
Yeah, especially when Chammy doesn't do it. It's, all right, can we get like can we have a stretch goal where it's just all the energy drink that gives you hooves and all the different like oh. co-hosts going hooves just hooves. one after each other. <laughs> what we need to do is get all of the different hooves from every episode and then yeah, and edit them, them together at once. Oh, okay, that's too much. <laughs> that sounds like because you'll end up with a, a bunch of them like in a row like overlapping and they don't have the hooves. You forgot. <laughs> <laughs> and that, anyways. That is our that is our show. If you want to follow us, there is pretty much every social media. We use Twitter. We use, I think, Instagram. We have a Facebook group. And most importantly, we have Discord as at uh, PuckleDiscord.com. That'll take you right to the right link. Uh, you can join us there to talk about things, sometimes even Pokemon. Uh, you can hang sometimes. out with us and give us all of your attention. And if you want to give us more than attention... But money. We have a Patreon. We've got merchandise on our uh, stores. And uh, I think this month we are giving out all sorts of cool shiny things from our teams of the episode. If you want a shiny Swampert, be a patron. Yeah, shiny Swampert. It's pink. Oh, that it's was purple. Blue. I thought you liked Mudkips. <laughs> Claude is no longer a uh, member of the podcast, I'm sorry to say. Uh, <laughs> Uh, so, uh, of course, there is also, if you want more Puckley goodness, there is also the Puckle Plus feed. They'll know what happened with the TCG. They'll probably talk a lot about it pretty soon. Mm-hmm. Great. And Man, why wouldn't they? I don't know. I mean, it's their whole thing. Anyways, if you want to do anything else with us, just come to the Discord. I'm sure I'm forgetting something. We have a lot to shill. And uh, we also have a really good place where you can come and get all of that information for your tournaments and all of that and as well as just you know hanging out we're pretty cool except for a Sometimes. couple of us but yeah. it's okay yeah. we won't name Shamu's name <laughs> and with that I have been Linian I'm Mark from the Dunsparce gang and I've been Claude Nine and here in the Lavender Tower Radio Tower <laughs> that's almost right <laughs> it's closing time Yeah.